You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode number 559. Find your opposite, just like in, in a relationship, like opposites attract. That's pretty much what it is. And that I think that's what's made us so great. There's obviously we, we know just from traction and then like the EOS that there's, you had your visionary and you had your integrator. You can't have, and usually the two visionaries are always going to link up together. Like, they, and they're like, Ooh, let's be partners. Well, you're not going to get anything done. Like you're really not. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. tribe this is Lauren Hardy and you're listening to the wholesaling Inc podcast today we have Annie Dragonova with us Annie is one of my very good friends in the business we originally met through our relationship with the business and uh, batch skip tracing originally I started using their skip tracing platform and we met that way we met through Brent Daniels and but our relationship evolved and i learned so much about what annie does annie is coming to you guys in this episode with just so much experience in all things lead generation data wholesaling i mean she does it all so i will let her tell you all about it annie welcome to the program Thank you, Lauren. Thank you for having me. I want to start out with, let's introduce you. Where are you from? Let's go back. When did you get into real estate? Tell us everything. All right. So we're based in Phoenix, Arizona. I've been here 20 plus years. Originally, we're an immigrant family from Bulgaria. Uh, Moved here. Started actually doing construction. Construction led me to kind of be bored with that and learn about flipping. Flipping got me bored. I got to learn about wholesaling. My first ever webinar that I, or I guess not webinar, um, seminar that I went to was the Sean Terry seminar. And they're talking about wholesaling. And I was like, no, it can't be. There's no way that this can be like an actual thing. We started doing it with my brother at the time, a business partner, still is. Um, We started doing it one day after another. It seemed like it was possible. The only reason we actually wanted to do it is because we wanted to increase our spreads for our flips. We didn't realize it was an actual like business model on its own. We just thought it was like an extension. And at that point, we started learning about like different systems and software and absolutely everything that takes a wholesaler to run their operation. When we started, it was like you had to have a call rail account. You had to have this. It was like 30 different platforms you had to sign up for, right? So we did. And what we soon realized is that everything was just super outdated in this specific industry. And honestly, in real estate altogether, whether it's traditional or the investor side. So we partnered up with Jesse, Jesse Burrell. So Evo, Jesse and myself, we started Batch. Um, and it's kind of how it, everything is involved. It's because there was this lack of just software and, and tools for investors. It was just too difficult. You had to do too many things with too many systems mm-hmm. to get one task done. And that's what our industry used to be. I do want to say that I think that we have changed it for, for the better. 
there are other people that have helped us along the way. There's other software that are out there, but I definitely think the past three years that our industry altogether has changed drastically. It has. It really has. As you've just brought up so many different things that I want to like talk about, but we definitely have to talk about the whole, all these platforms being all um, separate and now they're all in one with Batch and talk about the Batch lead stacker and how much money that has saved me in skip tracing. It's crazy. So we're going to get to that. What is it like working with your brother? Honestly, I get this question often and I honestly don't know how to answer it because I know nothing else. Mm -hmm. I was employed prior to doing construction for six months, decided that I can't be an employee. Flipping pizzas at Papa John. <laughs> I, I learned it wasn't for me really quick. And since then, like, I don't know anything else. So I, I love it. I have full trust in him. There's never like, is, are they doing something to jeopardize like my well-being, whether it's financially or just whatever it may be? I've never had that thought. And I do see other partners struggle with that. I've seen other partnerships break. And I think that is what has made our partnership, even with Jesse, just so strong. Like you don't have to think about like what's going on when I'm not there. You guys were my inspiration to start partnering with people. So I was always a lone ranger. I just had this mentality of like, I can do it myself. And I think some of this was the chip on my shoulder from being a female in real estate. It it was always a boys club. So there was this chip on my shoulder, sort of like this inferiority complex of, well, not only am I a female, but I'm going to do it all on my own because I don't want to partner. Likely the partner would be male and the partner would get all the credit. And that's very common. I don't know if you've ever felt that way or if you've ever had those feelings, but sometimes the men tend to get the credit and then there's Annie in the background. And I think, I mean, I did not know you very well. You were more like quiet and, you know, then I like got to know you and learn what your role was within the company. And you have a huge role in your, your guys' companies. I think as women, sometimes we get shut out a little bit. We do. And honestly, like a book recently, and actually someone that recommended it was Brett. Like he didn't recommend it personally to me, but I've heard him talk about it. It's Ego is the Enemy. So I read that. Yeah. So I read that book. And since then, like I, I used to have like everything that you said, like, like, why am I not like the person up front? Like, why is it always like the boys that get the credit? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like I'm happier honestly, not getting the credit, not being in the front face, not being, not being the face of the company and knowing that like, even though like what I do is just as relevant or as important as what the boys do, like I'm fine being in my corner over here and just being kick-ass. Like Mm -hmm. I don't need to, I don't need to announce to everyone that I'm kicking, I guess, but taking names. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think for me, the chip on my shoulder of not having a partner was because of that kind of mentality. And then when I got to become better friends with you and, you know, Evo and Jesse and seeing the collaborative efforts of like putting three very intelligent brains together, what that could build, I decided, oh, for here on out, I'm partnering with people. And I recommend partnering now as like something you first do when you get into real estate versus what I did, which was like, I'm going to flip houses all on my own. I can do this all on my own. And I'm going to have a wholesale company all on my own. 
Uh, no. I had I do it again, partner. Oh, we all get into it though. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, it's me, me, me. Like that was me. That was, it's me, me, me. That's all it's going to be. Like I can't delegate. I can't trust. I can't give control. It's the control aspect. Um, right. And I don't know, once you do it, it's like, all right, like, why didn't I do this sooner? Like, why couldn't I help myself get to the finish line faster? Right, for sure. Now, yeah. if you were to give anybody advice about picking partners to be with, is there any advice that you would give? Go as broad or as niche as you want. I would say find your opposite, just like in, in a relationship, like opposites attract. That's pretty much what it is. And that, I think that's what's made us so great. There's obviously we, we know just from traction and then like the EOS that there's, you have your visionary and you have your integrator. You can't have, and usually the two visionaries are always going to link up together. Like, they, and they're like, Ooh, let's be partners. Well, you're not going to get anything done. Like you're really not. So typically the way that it really should work is for every one visionary you have, you need to have two integrators. And it's exactly what we have. I would definitely say look for that opposite. If you define yourself as an integrator, go find yourself a visionary. They're, they're going to be the loudest one in the room. If you are a visionary, go find your integrator. They're going to be the one head down, just chipping away at the work. Like That's pretty much all the, the advice I could give. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, you are an integrator. Uh, probably, yeah. Are you an integrator? And yeah. Eva was the integrator, right? Yeah. And then would it be Jesse as the visionary? My memory of you, you know, of us, okay, last time I was in Phoenix and Scott's still visiting you guys. And you and I were like, we are, no, Friday, we are going to stay at the pool. Annie's ditching work. You're meeting me at the hotel. We stayed, I stayed at the W. It was Annie and Lauren at the W pool. That's all I wanted to do that Friday. And like you came and you're like on work calls the first like two hours. Uh, and I'm like, Annie, put the phone down, stop working, get in the pool, have a cocktail. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And by the way, like I was having anxiety when we were at the pool. Like my phone's on the side and like I feel my watch vibrating. My phone's ringing. I'm like, we're like talking and I'm having anxiety. I'm like, I need to get this. I need to get this. <laughs> yeah, right. And see, I'm more of a visionary and I have to have time, like nothing time where like at least an hour and a half a day, I can maybe go on a hike or something because like, that's where I get my ideas. Then I bring my ideas to integrators. And they make it happen. Like, but that's what it is. Like you have this like crazy mindset person and it's like a beautiful, crazy, like, and they bring this idea and they're like, do something with it. It's like a broken puzzle. They know what it should look like, but they don't know how to put it together. And then you're that per- like, you're that puzzle maker, I guess. Like you're building that puzzle from from nothing or from something that you're able to put together. And it's, that's what I think makes a perfect and a beautiful uh, partnership. That is so true. You need to just find like your opposite. I definitely need more integrators in my life. So I'm working on hiring some, but yeah, I think now let's talk about hiring. Cause you guys have a big team. You guys have employees between your wholesaling company, your investment company, um, and then the data company that you guys have. Batchleads.io is the company we're talking about here. You know, I'm sure you've hired and fired quite a bit. Do you have any advice on building a good team? Yeah. So the team is usually like the way that we hire it. We have our core values. 
we put together things that are very important to us. And we actually built our core values in uh, one of our quarterly meetings that we had. So we put down three people that are very influential to us. Um, that would be Evo, Justin, and myself. We sat down and we were like, all right, who are the three people that are very influential? And you start thinking like it could be past, present, like whatever it may be. Like it's, it's someone that you look up to. And then you start listing characteristics that each person has, whether it's honesty, integrity, uh, hardworking, driven, and you just start listing them. And then what you start doing is out of those three, you start narrowing it down. What's in common between those three people? Those are my core values. And then I look at what, what are Evo's core values and what are Jesse's. And then we figured out like what we actually have in common. And those you're going to see these things starting to like pop up and it's the same core values. We just had different words for them. And that's what we hire on. It's exactly what we look for people. We look for someone to be driven, hardworking. We look for people to put our customers first and to be able to put their needs aside and be a little selfless when needed. And that's pretty much what we look to hire. Um, The other thing that we recently actually discovered that our long-term hires have had in common is they do not have that want or that drive to be an entrepreneur, right? Yeah. Ah. (laughs) I kept noticing like the people that keep going, the people that don't work out for one way or for one reason, they don't have, not that they're not driven. They just want to be part of a team. They want to be like, I'm going to do it myself. Like that's pretty much like what we found that doesn't work for us. That is so true. Are you looking back? Are you thinking back? I look back, people that hadn't worked out for me in my wholesaling and investment company, it usually were people that had some kind of side hustle or entrepreneurial drive that they, they weren't the best employees. I recently discovered something. So you told me about wisehire.com. I was looking for sales reps for the investment company. And sales reps, it really is a revolving door position because any type of say sales, like where they're doing inbound or outbound sales, phone sales, like it's kind of a revolving door. And I realized that we have to have a team of A players. If they are not an A player, they are gone. Only hire A players. There is this, I have to, you have to listen to. It's a Keith Cunningham like seminar. He spoke and it's on YouTube. Keith Cunningham is the author of The Road Less Stupid. And he says that really all like successful businesses are, they have structure and they have leverage. And what you're leveraging, it's not money, it's people. Mm-hmm. So your leverage and your people, like if you don't have a collection of A players, like you're going to take your business down. It's not just that. It's also the fact that they influence, they badly influence your good players. So that's why you're saying like fire quickly. Because I did notice something when we did have bad apples, when we were doing wholesaling, it was, we let them sit there. And then the people that had the good habits, the good, everything built out, like they had the best sales skills. They had everything done right. They would influence by this like rotten egg over here. And it just dragged them down. It dragged just even like going into work. Like there's, there's been times like I just go into work. I'm just like, all right, like this is, this is not where I want to be. This is not the people that I want to spend the majority of my week with because I'm in the office like constantly. And I just, I honestly like would regret coming in and it's, it's not good for me and it's not good for our team. 
right? You got to be around good people. You are who you surround yourself with and you know, they'll either like bring you up or like bring you down. Yeah. So, well, you guys have a lot of good people out there in Phoenix. We do. We have, we have not just our team, but even like other wholesalers that we work with. And that's why I think that maybe Lauren Hardy should look into <laughs> whether or not a permanent home, a little vacation home down the street yeah. from us. Yeah. Uh, it's called your new house. Like I'll just be in one of those rooms. <laughs> There's a guest house. No worries. Good. There you go. I will rent your guest house. There you go. Yeah. No, I'm, t- I'm telling you, if you didn't stay, I- I'd be a little upset. You'd be offended. Good. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. That's well, that's exciting. And I mean, nobody deserves it more than you. You've worked really hard for this. And you know, you guys back at the Batch Leads team, you guys work really hard um, to build, you know, this product that's really serving a lot of people in our community. I mean, a lot of people are making a lot of money. Um, I know I'm personally doing very well with your batch leads texting platform, not just making money. I'm saving so much money easily. I think it's going to be in the five figures on data because I understand how the, the batch lead stacker tool works. If you really take the time to get it and understand it, to utilize it to its full ability. And one of your your customer support guys helped me really understand it. I now understand that every single list I pull, I need to upload that into the batch lead stacker because it's saving all of these property records, the owners, the owner names, all the phone numbers, it's saving it. And then if I ever, if I utilize your guys' list service Mm -hmm. to buy lists, it recognizes that that person's already in my system. And it's not going to... It's going to say, you already got this person in your system. Trying to explain this so people that are familiar with this tool, as long as you properly name your lists in a very uniform fashion and you stay consistent with how you're naming your lists you will not have to rebuy lists over and over again. I used to, prior to having the stacker, I would just go on list source. Yep. I would buy a list. It'd come on Excel. Yep. It would be a big absentee owner list that had 20,000 names. It cost me like a bajillion dollars. Mm-hmm. And then I would go to batch lead. Uh, what were you guys were? Batch skip tracing at the time. Batch skip tracing. I would have you guys skip trace it. And then I would get that Excel file back and then I would save it in Dropbox somewhere. And then what would I do six months later? Oh, you know, I need to refresh my list. I would go back to list source. I'd buy the same exact 20,000 list. I wouldn't even suppress it. I would literally buy all the records. I would, so I'm repeat buying the same people, the same data. And then I would go to you guys again. I would skip trace everyone on that list, even though I already had the phone. Yeah. Even though this would cost thousands of dollars and I would be doing this like an idiot. So it is amazing that you guys came up with this idea that's saving people so much. People might think that maybe the monthly membership is expensive or the software cost is expensive, not as expensive as buying data over and over again on repeat. So am I the only person that did that or like, was that everybody? With the that, was, that was everyone, including ourselves. And that's kind of like why we came up with it. And like why we, we saw a need for it. It was the same people over and over that we were... At the time, it was we had TLO. And 
It was like a dollar twenty-five a record to yeah. skip trade. And I'm yeah. like doing it manually. I'm like, I'm like Jessica Smith lives at 123 North Street. And I'm doing this manually. Every record that I had to skip trace, and I'm sitting there at dollar twenty-five, a dollar twenty-five, a dollar twenty-five. And having to do that <laughs> a thousand, two thousand times, it was expensive, tedious, and just too barbaric for, for what the industry should be. I knew that there was like a need. We all knew that there was a need for this. And I know that there's a lot of aspects to it because you're, you're tying in your lists, your skip tracing, your texting, and just stacking it. There's a lot of features and, and bells and whistles. But if you really just want to just narrow down like who you're texting, what you're doing, who you're marketing to, who you're cold calling, like that platform is there for a reason. And it's better organized. You're not pulling the same list once, twice, three times, four times. And you're not wasting your money list source or wherever you're going to, to redo all of these same tasks. It's not just the, the money that you're spending, but it's the time that it takes you to do it. And so true. I actually now, my virtual assistant knows how to pull like a basic absentee owner list. My virtual assistant does everything for my text message campaign. Like she does the texting. She, she uploads the campaigns in the batch um, system and all that. Now she even knows how to go back to the stacker and pull the newly vacants. And she does yeah. that every month. She'll pull all the newly vacants. So once you, you know, get the hang of it, it's you see how useful the tool and how much money it really saves keeping yeah. all of that in one house. And you guys came up with it because you guys were practitioners of the business. You guys weren't software developers. Like you were yeah. that wasn't your, you know, yeah. you guys were practitioners of the business going, okay, there's a need for this. And how do we build that? So I think it's amazing. And if you guys did want to give this system a try, I highly recommend it. If you guys use the code VIRTUAL, you guys will get 50% off the first month. So I can't talk highly enough about it. If you guys want to check out what we're talking about, go to batchleads.io. If you guys want to give it a shot, use my code VIRTUAL. If you like saving money. Who doesn't like saving money? My code is virtual. You get 50% off. Let me ask you, what is your favorite business book or self-development book? I have to go with The Go-Giver. It's always up there. I try to reread it once a year. I'm on my third... Like I've reread it so far three times. Um, I reread it for the, for the mere fact that it is kind of what actually brought the partnership of Batch together. It's what got us to collaborate with absolutely anyone and everyone that we're able to. And what actually made our community in Phoenix so great, so, so amazing. And, and you hear people talking about the wholesale community in Phoenix. That is pretty much how it all became. It was because of actually Brandon Simmons. It was his mastermind. It was called... Go Giver. It was based around the book Go Giver. So my number one book I'll always have to go to is 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 Go Giver. I love that. Have you read The Road Less Stupid? I have not, but it's sitting like in my desk down there. So <laughs> and Brett, Brett gave it to me. But the thing is, I'm an audible person. Okay, you can. You know what? You can listen to it, but I actually feel like it's better. The heart, it, it is better to read. Brent gave it to me too. And so it's funny. That's like the one that I feel like everybody loves. It's a really yeah. good one. So it's, it's honestly my next, next read. All right, good. So we've got the go-giver guys. If you guys want to read it, it's definitely impacted a lot of people. 
And like companies were born, relationships were born based on this book. So love it. All right, Annie. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It was fun. We have to do this again soon. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. If you guys want to learn more about real estate investing and taking your business virtually, go to www.wholesalinginc.com slash virtual. Thanks again for listening. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.